Rodney Jane here. At Bob Jane T-Mart, get spring holiday savings. Buy three tyres and get the fourth absolutely free. Plus, up to $150 instant cash back on trusted tyre brands like Bridgestone, Yokohama, Goodyear, BF Goodrich, Michelin, Zenon and Motorsport X. Alloy wheels from only $125 and tyres from just $69. All with our best tyre price guarantee. We'll look after you. Test season apply. is Parked Up Plus, the place of pace for motor racing news thanks to Race Fuels. From supercars to club racing, Race Fuels keeps Australian motorsport moving, supplying premium products when and where racers need it. And fueling the latest news and views is Parked Up Plus. Coming up, SVG gets ready to rumble. Investigation into Team Boss Anger. New Mustang Racers Aussie World Debut. Scott McLaughlin not interested in a supercars cameo. And Will Power's Gold Coast wildcard wish. All this and more straight ahead on Parked Up Plus with Mark Fogarty. Hi there, race fans. It was a wet and wild weekend at Sandown as the Speed Series and Motorsport Australia Championships returned and starring amid the chaos and crashes was Shane Van Gisbergen. Fresh from his success at Pukekohe, SVG partnered Prince Jeffrey Ibrahim in the Triple Eight run JMR Mercedes AMG in the latest round of the GT World Challenge Australia, winning Saturday's rain stopped race and finishing third in Sunday's rain interrupted race. Van Gisbergen came to Sandown from a post pookie hit out in his Rally Skoda ahead of next week's Rally New Zealand. It turned out to be a fun day rather than the serious test originally planned? Well, it's more of a sponsor day. Um, I haven't changed anything because everything I've been doing is in competition. Um, and I have some feelings in the car I wanted to try and improve. But um, yeah, never had the chance. So we, we, we got a road and it was pretty awesome, nice and twisty, then some flowing bits. But um, I turned it into a ride day with all the supercar team. And um, yeah, they all come for some laps as ballast while we changed some stuff. So it was pretty cool. Okay, so next stop, Rally yeah. New Zealand. That's a big jump. Yeah, yeah. Obviously looking forward to it, but a yeah. bit of trepidation as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's an event I dreamed of doing. It's what my dad do. I remember watching him do it, I think 98 was his Rally New Zealand. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to be in the event, yeah. And how, how do you hope to do realistically? I mean, you've been pretty good in your couple of appearances already this year. Yeah, just finished, that's all I want to do. Nothing bigger than that? No, I don't care about speed. I just want to get to the end and enjoy it. From Rally New Zealand, SVG jets back for the Bathurst 1000. And with his big supercars championship lead, he's looking forward to an all-out bid for victory. Yeah, like we've had an amazing last five rounds, I think, since Darwin. We've been really quick and not many mistakes. So, yeah, um, it's enabled us to have 500 points, I think, now, just over. So, you know, we can have a bad round and still be almost around ahead. So, pretty special place to be. Now we just have to focus on that race and have a full crack. Will it be all that different though? I mean, I mean, you always give it your utmost. So, what will, what will the difference be? 2016, I definitely raced with Championship in mind. I had some big dives at Will Davison at the Forest Elbow. 
And if I was in, in championship, I always thought about it afterwards, I would have just shoved it in there and dealt with it. So it definitely changes your mindset, or my mindset, yeah. And look, obviously, you're among the favourites, if not the favourite. Um, well, what do you think? I mean, anything can, can happen, but yeah. you've got to be a good chance. Yeah, but as we saw last year, Mostert was running nowhere, and then he turns up, he's got the fastest car by miles, so who knows who's going to be fast there's plenty of good driver combinations plenty of good cars you just don't it's the unknown that's why it's probably an exciting round for the championship yeah well as you say Moff, mustard came out of almost nowhere last yeah. year it wouldn't it won't be such a surprise if he's a top contender this time will it yeah but it might be someone else like obviously that setup will be still pretty current or good and then maybe it'll work for Percat. like you just don't don't know and Percat's with Luffy, I think, who's always on the podium. So you just never know. Retired Triple Eight boss Roland Dane oversaw the GT team at Sandown, and he'll head to Japan later this week to orchestrate JMR in the final round of the GT World Challenge Asia. Australia's Nick Foster is paired with Prince Jeffrey, and they're going for the driver's title. As predicted here last week, Erebus Motorsport boss Barry Ryan is facing disciplinary action for his televised clash with Mark Winterbottom at Pukekohe. Ryan twice made light physical contact with Frosty during a heated exchange over his car-wrecking crash with Will Brown. After discussions between supercars and Motorsport Australia, the incident was referred to the stewards. Their decision on what disciplinary measure, if any, will be taken against Ryan is expected to be announced this week. Although condemned as a bad look on live TV, the feeling is that Ryan will receive a reprimand and a warning for twice swiping Winterbottom aside during the angry exchange. It's understood the fiery Erebus team chief has already had an unofficial dressing down from supercars. Meanwhile, Brown's heavily damaged Commodore is recoverable for the Bathurst 1000, safeguarding the team's wildcard entry for Greg Murphy and Richie Stanaway. It now looks like S5000 won't be returning to Mount Panorama for the Bathurst International in November. No official word yet, but informed sources have confirmed to Parked Up Plus that S5000 is off the race program. The reason will become clear later this week when an announcement is made. Now, we've heard two explanations, with one being that Motorsport Australia has safety concerns about the big banger open wheelers racing at Mount Panorama. The other suggestion is that S5000 is being pulled from the Bathurst International because the planned run of three events in five weeks was too much for the teams. The Tasman Cup Series was extended with the late edition of the Adelaide 500 on top of the Gold Coast 500 and Bathurst International. So the Tasman title is back to two rounds at the Gold Coast 500 in late October and then the Adelaide 500 in early December. The Bathurst 1000 was the casualty of the cutback because there was also dissatisfaction with the likelihood that the power of the V8 S5000s would be further restricted at the mountain. In their appearance at last year's Bathurst 1000, they were detuned to comply with the power-to-weight ratio limit of the track's Grade 3 FIA safety rating. It now appears that 
That has more to do with S5000's withdrawal, with Motorsport Australia ruling them out on safety grounds. Expect clarification in the coming days. Event promoter ARG is considering proposals for a replacement category to join TCR, Trans Am, GT, TCM, Porsche, Sprint Challenge and production cars at the inaugural Bathurst International from November 11 to 13. The plan is for S5000 Racing to return to Mount Panorama next year. The category's owner, Gary Rogers Motorsport, is running a young driver test at the Bend Motorsport Park on Tuesday. GRM is on the lookout for new talent with 17 youngsters scheduled to try S5000s run by four teams. More to come after this short break. The Napa Auto Parts Grassroots Racing Podcast is all in the name. It's all motorsport. Focused on those who make significant contributions to the sport we love. Correct. Some people might only see a dozen motor racing events each year, but the truth is that our sport never stops. Almost every weekend there's a car race going on somewhere. And Gaz, you're at most of them. Ah, uh, yes, and if I'm not there, you certainly are. And you'll hear from us on the Napa Auto Parts Grassroots Racing Podcast every fortnight. You're listening to Parked Up Plus. Welcome back. Ford's new look Mustang will be seen in racing, guys, for the very first time anywhere in the world in Australia next month. The seventh generation Mustang will also make its global competition debut in supercars next year, a season ahead of the NASCAR and GT3 versions. As we forecast, the Gen 3 Mustang prototype is being rebodied with the new S650 model's revised appearance to be shown for the first time in demonstration laps during the Bathurst 1000 from October 6 to 9. Ford Performance in the States has been heavily involved in the development of the Gen 3 Mustang racer and, according to the Blue Oval's motorsport boss Mark Rushbrook, designing two different aero packages because of the changeover actually aided the process. We weren't sure of the timing of Gen 3 and we weren't sure of the timing of the road car. And uh, at one point, um, there was a potential that we would have been racing the sixth generation Mustang. Um, so we did put full effort into that uh, just in case it did race. And also because we knew we would learn from it, from the, the team going through it, just in terms of learning the process with supercars as well as learning the sensitivities and then there is enough significant difference in the new seventh generation mustang that it was an all-new program again the same engineer so they were able to uh, carry over some of the learnings from it and do it probably more efficiently Um, but both were important for us to to do it properly and and we learned a lot and um and i i think we've got a really good car now because of it He also praised the Gen 3 rules for making the Mustang Supercars racer a lot closer to the production version. In terms of the relevance, the way that the rules are written where some of the bodies are the exact, some parts of the body are the exact shape shared between the road car and the race car. And and then there are some areas of freedom or limited freedom, um, especially around the lower section of the car. that allows us to have that direct relevance and also have the design studio involved with the aero team so that in those areas of freedom, while we're optimizing for aerodynamics, we're also making sure that we have the the styling there so that 
when you look at the race car, you see the road car. And then specifically in the engine for the relevance, it is the fact that we have a coyote in a Mustang on the road and we're able to use um, the heads, the block from the engine, from the coyote engine in the race engine. And we've got those direct components and systems architecture that we're able to, to share. So for us, it's one of the best, well, uh, compared to some of our other series, this gives us a lot more relevance, direct tie between road car and, and race car. Interestingly, Rushbrook revealed that Ford is no longer pushing for hybrid petrol electric V8s in supercars or anywhere else in racing. Our position on this, this has actually changed. Um, we were, I think, two or three years ago, well, we were definitely two or three years ago pushing for electrification, including hybrid in a lot of different series around the world. Um, we're not, honestly, at this point. Uh, I know we have it with our Puma hybrid in WRC, and it's actually working quite well there. And we've learned a lot from that that we can transfer to our road cars. Um, but in series, including supercars and in, including NASCAR, uh, and some of the sports car racing series that we're in, we do believe that, that ICE will continue to, to work very well for us for the foreseeable future because it, it does create that spectacle. It does create that emotional, passionate connection to the vehicle, uh, which helps our brand. And uh, at this point, with some of the cost and complexity of hybrid, it's not adding, if it's not going to add to the race, um, then we don't think it needs to be on there. So at this point, for for supercars uh, or many of our other global series, we're, we're not advocating to, to add it. Rushbrook, who's planning to farewell the current Mustang racer at the Adelaide 500 in early December, also revealed that he'd like the new GT3 version to contest the Bathurst 12-hour as soon as 2024. We're, we're still looking at what our rate and flow is going to be for the actual build of the Mustang GT3 car to confirm how fast we're going to be able to get cars out to different parts of the world. Uh, obviously with supply chain issues as we see in our production cars, we're, we have the same concerns even when we're building at a low volume like GT3. So as we get a good line of sight on that as we're building the cars about a year from now, we want to get them out to the most important races as quickly as we can. So I can't commit at this point when when we would have a Mustang GT3 competing at Bathurst, but it is at, at the very top of our list. Ford Australia will be supporting five Mustang teams from next year, with Walkinshaw and Dretti United joining DJR, Tickford Racing, Grove Racing and Blanchard Racing Team. Scott McLaughlin is returning for the Adelaide 500, but not to race. He'll join the broadcast as a guest commentator in his first visit back here since he left after winning his third supercars crown in 2020. In fact, McLaughlin will return in time to reacquaint himself with V8 racing at the Gold Coast 500 at the end of next month. Of course, it's been a breakout year for Scotty in IndyCar, winning three races and contending for the title. This time last year, he was wondering if he'd made the right move. But as he tells Parked Up Plus, he no longer has any doubts about his big switch to IndyCar open-wheel racing. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I think there was a point there where, um, you know, you believed that I, I believed I had found something, you know, little um, towards the end of last year, but, you know, it was hard to, <clears throat> after the year that was, you know, it was hard to put into you know, context, you know, how hard it was mentally for me to stay positive, but it just somehow you just had to believe that it was going to change and believe in your talent and, 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 and whatnot. And, um, yeah, this, this, uh, this year has been phenomenal for me. It's, uh, yeah, game changer for me and, and, you know, sign a new deal and, and really sort of set myself up here in America, which is really exciting. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a really, uh, relief, relieving year. That's for sure. <laughs> McLaughlin's commentary cameo at the Adelaide 500 begs the question, wouldn't he really rather be racing than talking on the TV? Oh, look, absolutely, I'm a race driver at heart. Um, I, I am a race driver, but look, I just, I'm actually just, I'm, a, I'm very excited just to come home and, and chill. Yeah, there's going to be itchy feet. I'm not going to lie. I'll, I'll want to drive the Gen 3 car. I'll want to do bits and pieces, but, you know, that's just, that's just who I am. But, um, you know, I, I, I really just am so content with, Know, how I ended in supercars and you know where I'm at right now in my career and, and over here that I don't really want to you know affect that in any way I think I'm you know I just don't want any bad habits I want any you know stuff that just could you know handle my progress in IndyCar right now and I'm just quite happy coming back and just being a 29 year old and just hanging out having a few beers and watching some good racing so what no chance of doing a few laps in the Gen 3 Mustang at Adelaide, you know, even just for a TV piece? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I, I mean, uh, I'll, uh, I'll see, but there's also like sponsorship stuff that, you know, I'm sure that would be get a little bit, um, that definitely would probably get a little bit tight, but um, I'll, I'm, I'm very happy watching. It's going to be, it's going to be good to see. For the full interview with McLaughlin about his big year in IndyCar, Tune in to Grant Rowley's Parked Up podcast on Thursday. Back after this important message. Race Fuels is Australia's leading supplier of racing fuel to national and state-level motorsport. And its range of racing fuels includes the BP Supercars E85, which is available to grassroots races. For power and protection over pump fuel, Race Fuels imports the Elf Race 102, as used by Porsche Carrera Cup and the Touring Car Masters. More info on Racefuel's E85 and Elf Race 102 is available at racefuel.com.au. You're listening to Parked Up Plus. And we're on the home straight. Plenty of action in the Speed Series at a soggy Sandown, which leads Grant Rowley's roundup of the weekend's racing, presented by our partner, Bob Jane Timo. Three different, win- three different winners took the flag at the latest round of the Super Cheap Auto TCR Australia Series at Sandown as part of the Speed Series. In horrible wet weather conditions, Gary Rogers Motorsports' Aaron Cameron scored the opening victory from Zach Suda and Will Brown. In a spectacular end to race two, Ben Barguana won his maiden race, crossing the gravel trap at the final series of corners as he and his GRM teammate Jordan Cox left the circuit. They still finished 1-2 with Brown in third. 
Breaking through for his first win of the season, Brown took the win in the final event from Michael Caruso and Cox. There was plenty of incidents over the weekend, but the biggest controversy came when James Moffat tangled with Jay Hansen during race two with both retiring. In the Fanatec GT World Challenge Australia, powered by AWS, Shane Van Gisbergen and Prince Jeffrey Ibrahim scored the opening race victory. The second event was halted by rain, but led to a thrilling finish where reigning champion Yasser Shahin took the flag with Garthander after the leader in the penultimate corner, Tony Bates, spun out. In the closest finished in Gulf Western Oil Touring Car Masters history, series returnee Adam Bresington took victory from John Bow. Ryan Hansford won the final race and leads the series by five points from Bow heading to the mountain. Nathan Hearn and Owen Kelly split the wins in the final round of the Turtle Wax Trans Am series as Gary Rogers Motorsport dominated proceedings. Kelly's victory in race three was not enough to steal the title from Hearn's grasp as he sealed back-to-back series wins. Internationally, in a Bastiani led a Ducati 1-2 in the Aragon GP, as Francesco Bagnaia followed in second from Aprilia's Alex Esperdago. Australia's Jack Miller was fifth. And in NASCAR's second trip to Bristol this year, Chris Buescher defeated Chase Elliott and William Byron. And finally, locally, we had the penultimate round of the Australian Formula Ford Series at the Bend Motorsport Park. The three races saw three different winners with Jimmy Fizik, Winston Smith and Valentino Astudi all taking a victory apiece. But it was Astudi who was the most consistent and has narrowed the series lead to Fizik to just 15 points with one round remaining at Sydney Motorsport Park late in October. That's the news from Home and Abroad. My name is Grant Rowley reporting for Parked Up Plus with thanks to our great friends at Bob Jane Team Finally, on Parked Up last week, newly crowned IndyCar champion Will Power made a surprising revelation. You'd think Power would love to race an S5000 on the streets of Surface Paradise, but no. Um, I may be down there for that. I'm not sure. I, w- I don't think I'd jump in an S5000, but, uh, I'd, you know, go on and oh, attend come the... come on. You must Unless be, tempt- you must I, you be know, tempted. What? A good car. Well, come on. I, I'd rather run the... Uh, I'd, I'd rather uh, jump in a supercar and uh, run the race. You reckon they'd, do you reckon they'd be a team that might run me there as a two-driver thing or not? I'm pretty sure you could get a wild card if you really wanted it. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I should speak to who do I got to speak to because I'd, I'd do that. I'd turn up and uh, run a supercar. That'd be great. Yeah. Not, an, not so keen on an S5000, huh? No, I mean, uh, I, uh, I get to drive open wheels all the time. Sure. I don't get to drive, you know, I, I don't mind... Uh, I wouldn't mind driving a GT car or a supercar because they're just a you know different style. All right. Well, we'll start booking you in. I'll be your unofficial manager for this engagement and we'll see well, how what, it goes. What sort, of, what sort of percentage are we talking? Oh, <laughs> you I, yeah. Good point. No, it'd be huge. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Fogues is Mr. 25%. So, uh, oh, my God. It doesn't surprise me. I knew you'd be up there. You can hear the whole interview with Will Power about winning his second IndyCar title at age 41 on the Parked Up pod. Well, that's it for now. Back this time next week with the latest news and views 
on what's happening in motorsport. In the meantime, tune in to Parked Up with Grant Rowley and another special guest on Thursday. I'm Mark Fogarty. Thanks for listening. You've just listened to another Network R production. 